0: TheChairShot.com
1: TheChairShot.com Always Always Use your head
0: You are now listening to ChairShot Radio Always
1: Use your head Uh oh We are rolling in hot Here on a Sunday morning How is everyone doing today? Welcome into another edition of Chair Shot Radio. Hockey Talk, Your Team Sucks, Patrick O'Dowd, David Ungar, all the ingredients for a terrific episode of Chair Shot Radio here on Selection Sunday for the NCAA Tournament. Another big-time sporting event that I'm really, really excited for. College basketball is my thing, Dave. I don't know how you feel about the college basketball, but I feel good. How how are you, Dave?
0: Well, I think um, you know, I've got ch- typically there's two teams I follow. Well, maybe yep. three. I mean, Maryland, Georgetown, UVA. Uh, obviously, UVA had their issues this week with their COVID-ish stuff, but they're going to the tournament. So uh, is Maryland. Maryland. Maryland's probably going. Uh, Georgetown, if they could beat uh, who are they? Playing if... Creighton. Creighton. Creighton.
1: If they can Crayton. get past if Jor if uh, if Patrick Ewing can get past MSG security, did you hear about that story?
0: I did. That's that's that, ridiculous.
1: That's unconscionable. The man,
0: it is the man played here for like ten years. You he guys, was Madison
1: Square Garden. It's it's the
0: dumbest shit ever.
1: You, you know what it you know what it tells me? It was probably like some young kid, new security guy, just doesn't know like. I do think that there's some level of like celebrity, like, or famous folks thinking they're more famous than they are. Because let's be real Patrick Ewing played basketball 40 years ago, right? 40 years ago, 30 years ago. We talked about this with the Knicks, and, and you didn't actually bring home a championship, Patrick. So maybe there's a reason nobody remembers who you are because you failed
0: probably just some pissed off St. John's fan who's holding a grudge. Right, right.
1: Sorry, wrong New York team today, by the way. We are we are here on Chairshot Radio, part of the Chairshot Radio Network on the chairshot.com as always. We're going to do the Hockey Talk. We're bringing back your team sucks. We're going to talk about the New York Mets though cuz we when we left off, we decided basically we're just going to tear down the state of New York and their and their sports teams. We've done the Jets, we've done the Knicks. We're going to do the Mets. I can't wait to talk a little bit about the Metropolitans. It's going to be a good time. Uh, And yeah, like just, it's going to be a great day. It's a great day. Sun is shining out here. How is it in Bakersfield?
0: Yeah, sun's shining. We had um, (laughs) some interesting weather here the other day where this, some micro storm burst open with a hail sleet. And I swear, I sent you guys that picture. I'd like, this looks like snow to me. A little bit. Yeah, so a little bit and we haven't got snow here since 1999 so uh, it was a very interesting week weather wise out here but today sunny 60 can't complain.
1: You ready to go back to Disneyland?
0: Uh I mean yeah. I still need I mean somebody else on the on the bandwagon nerds has to ride Rise of the Resistance. It can't just be you, Pat.
1: But I like I that like that be I like having that market corner. What are you talking about?
0: That's great. <laughs> I just I I just want to ride it. You know, I I really want to ride the ride, but I know there's a lot of talk about um, time duration limitations on the rides when they reopen. Uh, you know, the amount of people that are going to be on there. Yeah, it's, it's a it's twenty minute ride, for, man. Yeah, I mean, and it's way overdue for Disneyland to reopen, but they already kind of came out and said, yeah, I know. They said April first, but we've got a lot of people on furlough. We need to bring them back and I'm back behind it again we've got a lot of people that we need to detox and get through rehab before we bring them back in as
1: well and retrain, workers. man, you got to retrain those people. So it's, it's going to be fun. So we're going to do the hockey talk as we always do to start off this show. But I told you, Dave, I got something a little special we're, at, we're I'm hoping that you're okay. If we talk a little, little bit less about the standings and how teams are doing this week and really about one big news bite. And to do that, this needs a little editing so this isn't the finished product and i'm hoping to do some work on this over the week but i got a new intro for our hockey talk and i hope you i'm gonna hope you give it a listen and just tell me what you think you ready for this all I'm right i'm ready here we go make somebody's head bleed
0: Not in playoffs i'm gonna make wayne gretzky's head bleed for super fan number 99 over here
1: Because the news broke this week that ESPN is going to be getting the hockey back. And that's yeah. damned exciting. I mean, if anybody who's
0: a hockey fan has very fond memories of when all this started, it was ESPN. It was Gary Thorne and Bill Clement. And I mean, those two, as much as I love doc, doc Emmerich and whoever his other rotating <laughs> cast of other guy was, right. I mean, Gary Thorne and Bill Clement. I mean, I just I won't say I grew up cuz I was already an adult when they started doing that stuff, but as far as growing up with hockey, mm-hmm. those were the guys, man. I mean, that 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 call when Ray Ray Bork lifts the Stanley Cup after the when he finally breaks through and wins that. I mean, that's that's so iconic and and ES NHL and ESPN was where it all started. So, oh god, it
1: used to be it was like um for me back in the 80s and before it all cratered, AWA Wrestling and ESPN Hockey. Like, those were two things you could count on on ESPN. I I just, I'm so disappointed that none of that, like nothing? Ah! Soak it in. Man, I was... So what that tells me is that you're going to have to go in Good and times. put in the, uh you're going to have to add the chair shot open and that'll be okay. Literally changed one setting on, on the soundboard. I apparently had clicked an incorrect thing on, on my display, but ESPN hockey, like here's the only thing that I'm worried about. ESPN plus it's going to go on ESPN plus, right? Like, not all of it like it's going to be it's going to be one of those things though and this is the this is going to turn into a different conversation really quick i've generally appreciated the additional streaming services that that have started to come out as we turn the new cable into just being the interwebs but can we just talk about how uncool it is that espn their watch espn app used to be so good And now it's turned everything into, if you want to watch ESPN content, you have to be on ESPN Plus, which if you have a Disney Plus account, you might as well just spend the extra $3 to get Hulu and ESPN Plus so that you're just covering everything at this point. But this is what, this is the only thing that's going to be a drawback is that ESPN is going to have its national games, have its hockey night or whatever. It's going to have every other game available to you, but you're going to have to watch them on ESPN Plus and pay extra money for it. That's going to be a bummer.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if I'm I mean, and I wonder if there's a deal with uh, the NHL involving that, because now you'd have to get like uh, if you're on the NHL app and there's a game going on that you want to watch, you got NHL premium, which is kind of like the same thing you're talking about. You can right. watch out of market games and and that sort of thing. So I'm wondering if if that's going if ESPN plus is going to replace that, if it's going to supplement that, if they're going to split it up some way or another. Uh, I, I don't I mean, if they're going to give me access to a bunch of extra games for like you're saying three dollars extra a month okay
1: (laughs) right i mean if you if you want to if you want to sync it up with like i said the disney plus deal where you get that package you also get hulu and i don't know if you already have hulu but like if you just wrap it all in there you you cut your you cut your losses on the hulu account and you, you get everything i don't have hulu so on some level it would be a value play but I, as we've talked about, Dave, I'm a cheap bastard and, true. and I've already, I'm already going to save a little bit of money when the WWE network goes away. And I upgrade my existing Peacock account to its new level of Peacock premium at five bucks a month. So now I'm like, oh, I'm getting $5 back. I don't want to then turn that $5. I don't, it's a $2 profit at the end of the day, Dave. Like, I don't, I don't know if I need that, you know, in my life. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. Um th- The thing is that I mean, it's important. To, it's all part of the gradual phasing out of the NBC Sports Network and and right. that whole platform. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's because they, that's where the NHL has been for years now, right? And I'll, I'll actually, I'll I will miss the playoff music for on the NBC Sports Network as much yeah. as I love the ESPN music there. That you played fantastic. The playoff Just, stuff. I mean, every every. Spring. I mean, I would hear that music and I would be excited and terrified at the same time. Cause like, how are the caps going to fuck it up this time? Cause I oh, know it's Jesus.
1: coming. You're such a negative Nancy on your team, man. You're <laughs> such a negative Nancy on your team. All right. So the bears fan 21. Or... Well, the bears are trash. The bears are the worst team ever. They can't even sign a free agent fucking quarterback, but that's all. That's a whole other thing. We're going to be riding with foals and we're going to fire our front office this year and we'll hope we'll spring eternal And then two to three years from now, we'll be back to talking about how the Bears are trash. Let's go back to the standing. Like, let's go. I I saw some great news around the NHL. I wanted to get your thoughts on it as I was looking at today's headlines. Did you see this, that they're saying that um, for your caps, that Lundquist is his return is not ruled out?
0: I did see something along those lines. His recovery has gone much better than it's expected. You know, if they get Henrik back for the playoffs, that would be awesome. And that would put the Caps in a really strong position because they're I mean, yeah, you want to get in the standings they are I mean, if the Islanders will ever frickin lose again, which is seemingly unlikely, but still, the Caps are, um, yes, strongly in second place right now. Boston finally starting to live up to your preseason expectations, Pat, and and slipping a little (laughs) bit
1: here. Well, and Brad Marshawn's been out for a little bit, and it sounds like he's going to be a game-time decision today, uh, a la, or, sorry, Saturday. I keep forgetting. We're recording on a Philly's, Saturday. K K, Fape Sunday. On,
0: yeah, Philly's on the outside looking in. Three points behind Boston. I thought they'd be better, but yeah, the Caps, the Caps are great in the first and second periods the last week, and then right. just trash in the third periods, but... Uh, they're the Islanders are unfortunately who I thought they were going to be. Pittsburgh selling. Can,
1: can I can I walk back on my negative statements in regards to the Edmonton Oilers from the last uh, from the contenders pretenders week as Connor McDavid hit his fiftieth point this season in their win over the Senators. This guys, sure. this guys, ridiculous. The guy's yeah, ridiculous. Seventeen he goals is. on the season so far. Fifty points. That's obscene is anybody, nobody's even close to him, right? Like there's nobody I don't there. Think so. I don't like think so. He's the best player in hockey.
0: He is. And, and, and Toronto still got a four point lead over Edmonton right now. I mean, the it's because they're a more so complete powerful. team, man. It, that was your pick, man. Carolina is the team that is really just like, they're in first place right now. <laughs> and, and I knew they were good from, you know, right. what happened with the caps two years ago. And then, and, and I didn't think they'd be this good, but I, I mean, everything's kind of, I'm like looking at the standings like, well, Chicago is still in control of that fourth spot. Uh, Montreal's distancing themselves a little bit. I mean, yeah, the, out west, it is the, it's the four teams we thought were going to be there. Vegas, Minnesota, St. Louis, Colorado. Your yeah.
1: the Blues, they have a, a bit of a problem with the Vegas Golden Knights, don't they? They sure do, man. The, I, I joked about this. I still, I'm still calling my St. Louis Blues a pretender team, by the way, because yesterday's game was a prime example of why I think the Blues are a pretender, because they get a point. They just get a point, but they don't win. Like they're not really a winning, like they're 14 wins, eight losses. And they get that overtime point. Like that's what they do all the time. And that, that happened yesterday. Vegas jumped all over them. Blues clawed their way back, got their, got the tie, sent it to overtime. Vegas wanted an overtime and Vegas is our kryptonite anyway. But and Vegas is just dominating people right now. Them and Minnesota both are, are playing really, really well. But you look at this top four between Vegas, Minnesota, St. Louis, and Colorado. St. Louis is the only like they don't have a positive s- scoring differential versus their opponents. And if you look at it, they, they've given up as many goals as they've scored 87 and 87. Like they're the definition of a fortunate. Mediocre team, like they're a fortunate mediocre team, and I love my team. And we locked up Jordan Bennington for six years. There are some guys, some injured guys, coming back that maybe help push that forward. Like I really, really, really just want them to get back to just winning, winning games because I, I, it's just what I say. Tyler Bozak and Jaden Schwartz and Colton Perenco, those are those are difference makers for the Blues anyway. And, and probably push them forward a little bit. But you, you, you can tell it's taking its toll. So I
0: wanted to ask you something. And I mean, the Blues, I think the Blues are going to be fine. I think that I think the West is really pretty much. I mean, the Kings and Coyotes are within striking distance of Colorado. But I really expect those four teams to start pulling away. Uh, lots of rumors on the trade deadline front about Jack Eichel getting dealt from Buffalo, possibly going somewhere out West would he be somebody who would fit in on a team like St. Louis? Cause I don't want to see Vegas grab Eichel too. It's like, fuck you guys have so much already. Uh, is, is that, is he somebody like you could imagine like a team like the blues benefiting
1: from, or, or, or here, here's you know, my Eichel. question. Can he score goals? Oh, absolutely. Then the blues can use him. we don't <laughs> score goals. We don't score goals. Yeah. We give up goals, but we don't score goals. And I say this is you know we're a high scoring team we don't defend actually it's probably the, the better the better assessment there if you look at goals four like we're leading the west in goals four we just are also leading the west no sorry we're amongst the top four in goals against like we 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 are bottom four goals against number one in goals four so that was that was an unfair fair statement but basically we're we're like a team that needs to score a million goals just to, to win because we don't stop anybody from scoring either. And also speaks a lot to our goaltending play too. Like our goaltending has not been what we'd want it to be either, but some of that is a porous defense. So I, I don't I know. I mean, like
0: with Buffalo and New Jersey are going to be the teams that I'm most interested in watching at the trade deadline as to right. whether
1: who deals, who gets rid of what are
0: they going to, are they going to deal their superstars? I mean, New Jersey's got a couple, they got Jack Hughes. I don't think he's going anywhere. Eichel right. has been in Buffalo for, what, five years now? And nothing to show for it. He he might just say, I need to get the hell out of here. And, I mean, I'd love to see him go to the Caps. That ain't happening. But <laughs> as if they send him out into, I mean, but there are no conferences this year. So right, you could sit there and say, yeah, send him to St. Louis. We won't have to worry. But, yeah, you will. If St. Louis is like, if the Caps are the number two seed coming out of that whole mess and the Blues are number three, there you go. You yeah, yeah I... deal with it, by the way.
1: We'll see. Who knows? I, I, I hope we make some sort of move. We need something to jolt. I actually think we need something to jolt our defense more than we need something to to jolt our offense. Clearly we can score goals. We need we need a good defenseman out there that can I mean, you know, make, put a thumping on put, somebody and, and Yeah.
0: Coming full circle though. I mean Lundquist coming back, what a great story that I mean that would be akin to oh, the terrific. Alex Smith comeback story. If he comes back from open heart surgery,
1: open playoffs, heart surgery. I think that's a bigger comeback. <laughs> Yeah, I mean...
0: To they operated on match, his heart.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. nuts. But if he's, if he's in
0: net for the Caps, because um, Vanacek has exceeded all expectations, Simsonov is still getting his legs under him, but he's been playing better. You put Lundqvist in there in net with all that experience in the playoffs with something to prove, and the Caps are, you know, I, I, I rag on them, and I know I do because that's what we do to our teams that we love so much, we just want to drag them down because somehow we think they're listening and it'll motivate them to play better, which it doesn't. But I, I all bullshitting aside, the caps are a good team. You know, they need yeah. to, they need to tighten up that third period and, and you can't take your foot off the gas. Keep burying these teams. You can't let these teams come back into it. But I mean, you look at what they're doing. I mean, Ovi's Ovi, uh, you know, Wilson. I mean, every time something adverse happens and Wilson gets suspended for seven games, start beating. I mean they beat Philadelphia today and the Flyers may be just about done.
1: So this has been your Washington Capitals power hour starring David Ungar as he waxes you you are back on board. You're back on board. I and mean, that's well, that's good until look, tonight when they lose and then you'll tell me that they suck again. They're they're trash. I mean the, I, the
0: Islanders are are going to be a problem. And we we said that in the preview show oh, that, yeah. that that was the team that we were both looking at. They started slow, but geez, they are just tearing up the uh, Mass Kid, Mutual East Division right now. Yeah, you,
1: you get yourself a hot goalie, and anything can happen. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to keep looking. When is the trade deadline? By the way, do you do you know when that that hits? Because that's got to be coming up.
0: It's got to be coming up real soon. Uh, was it, didn't who who had that goal of the year candidate? Wasn't it Barzel? Barzel.
1: Barzell had the the one that you shot. Yeah, the one between his legs. That was sick. It it does replace the Patrick Kane spin goal, though. That was still a a work of art. It's a a close number two. Yeah, when when we get to the trade deadline, I think we're going to just have to dedicate our whole segment on just kind of breaking down some of the moves and see what happens. That's going to do it for this week's uh, uh, Hockey Talk, though. Before we go into commercial and break into Your Team Sucks, just want to remind everybody, if you enjoy what we're doing over here at Chairshot.com and on The ChairShot Radio Network, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot and pick up a shirt. There's all kinds of great stuff to choose from, including the OG ChairShot uh, chair uh, logo. There's all kinds of sayings, uh, phrases from shows, hashtag save t- tag team wrestling, hashtag journalism. Shirts for various podcasts that we've got on the network like Dave and I, Dave and I's own podcast, Bandwagon Nerds, along with PC Tunney and Ray Cash. So yeah, just support us. Keep us up on the airwaves. Keep us going. You really do make a huge difference for us. Thank you for your consideration. We're going to play you out into the commercial break one more time listening to some ESPN hockey because I am just so stoked to the ESPN hockey theme song. When we come back, though... Dave and I are going to go after the New York Mets in this week's edition of Your Team Sucks. You're listening to Chairshot Radio on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com.
0: pwx over the top shine and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only 5.99 per month get your free trial today at powerslam.tv go to powerslam.tv promo code chair shot get your free month again that's powerslam.tv promo
1: code chair shot the always use your head And we're back. Time to rally up the soundbite. Let's get a little happy Gilmore because we're going to talk some Your Team Sucks. You suck, you jackass. Thank you, Mr. Who is that guy? Do we know the actor's name? I don't know. I got
0: to look it up. It's coming up on the 90s project, though. I'm sure of it.
1: Oh, I'm willing to bet that that makes the uh, one of the top 10 comedies of the 90s. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But we're not here to talk about any of the trade
0: deadlines, April 12th.
1: Oh, Jesus. We got a whole month to go. Damn. Thought it was closer. It feels like it should be closer, but okay. Right. So the New York Metropolitans. You suck, you jackass. Formed in the 60s after the departure of the New York Giants, was like the worst team in baseball forever before the Miracle Mets of 1969, then another couple of decades of silence before a big run in the 80s where, I'm not going to lie, I hated the New York Mets. I hated it. Hated them, hated them, hated them. You know who my least favorite Met of all time was, though? If you had to guess from the 80s? Uh, Either
0: Doc Gooden or Daryl Strawberry.
1: Nope. Mookie Wilson. I hated Mookie Wilson. I hated his name. I hated saying his name. I hated his face. I hated him getting hits against my Cardinals every day. Between him and Gary Carter, who in my mind will always be an expo. I don't care that he won a World Series with the Mets. He's always going to be an expo to me. I hated those guys. Hated them. Hated. I didn't really hate Todd Gooden. I love Don Good. Maybe it was the Coke. I'm not sure. Between him and him and Strawberry, you know, <laughs> the, the Coke. They they were just they were animated guys. Hated Daryl Strawberry and his little his little post swing pose. But of all of them, of all of them, Mookie Wilson could stand that dude. And throughout the years, I've just always found a special place of joy in beating the Mets. Probably the biggest of which was in 2000, God, I'm going to forget the year, when the Cardinals beat the Mets in seven games in the NLCS and Adam Wainwright made Carlos Beltran look like a fool closing out the game on a curveball of all curveballs. It was delicious, Dave. It was delicious to watch him suffer. It was delicious. It was even more delicious that that team sucked so hard that their superstar Carlos Beltran came to the Cardinals because he knew it was a better franchise. Just saying, <laughs> just saying. But ah, oh, you know, you win a World Series in '86 because of a curse, because Bill Buckner can't bend over. Fortune—that's all you had. Would you win in '80? Did they win in '88 too? Or- no,
0: they were. That was the year that they were so dominant. And they faced the Dodgers in the playoffs, and Earl. Oh, Horst, that's right. That's Kirk, Kirk Gibson.
1: Shame on me. Shame yeah, on. I mean,
0: me. that was that was a huge, huge upset at the time because everybody was picking the Mets. They were dominant. In yeah, it, I mean, like, far and away the best team. And Craig then They Jeffries, just collapsed against. Fucking yeah, Craig they collapsed Jeff- against the Dodgers. And really, it, it <laughs> after that, it's it's like twenty some years before they're even relevant again.
1: Right, and even then, it was a flash in the pan. It didn't last very long. You know, the Piazza years, they made the World yeah, they, Series, and they and, and they, they played the Yankees and, the Yankees and got wiped out by the Yankees. They, uh, gosh, the, uh, Jake Degrom, like they had that that brief they had that brief time. Who who's the knuckleballer that they had? That or not um not a knuckleballer um Harvey was Matt Harvey Harvey was he Matt a knuckleballer? Was really good.
0: Matt Harvey was good. Uh, Jacob DeGrom was, is good. Right. I mean, they've got somebody else on the ro- rotation who was really, DeGrom's Thor, right? Isn't that? Yes. Call Thor? Dude,
1: Jake DeGrom was Thor. And then Harvey, they did like a Batman thing with him for a while. And it was like Harvey's yeah. pitching. And, and again, it's just like, they thought it was going to be this big deal, but there, that's oh, another Synder- front office. It
0: Syndergaard's no, Thor? Syndergaard's
1: Thor. Jake DeGrom, yeah. he did pitch for the Mets, right? I'm not crazy. Like yeah. I'm not making that yeah. up. No, he
0: still, he still pitches for him. Right. I was like, bat-
1: I don't, by
0: modern standards, they had a really good roster, really good rotation, and they just suck. I, right. I mean, that's, that's all you can say about it. Underachievers to the max.
1: I mean, I can't even forgive them. I, I will never forgive the Mets for multiple reasons, but one of the favorite reasons is that the uh, the world deemed it necessary for it to rain on my way to my one chance to go see the Mets play. Be I was on a trip in New York with uh, – with a bunch of students and it was just like a day trip. So you could do whatever while you're there. I was going to go catch a ball game. Probably have to leave early, but go catch a ball game uh, over, over at, uh, it's not Shea safe city, city field, city, oh, city something. Bank. Yeah. Citibank, which I'm sure is a lovely stadium. I would know it decided to rain itself out five minutes before the game, before the game started. So fuck you, New York for having rain. I'm going <laughs> to blame you because your franchise sucks. Thank you. I mean,
0: they do suck. I mean, and 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 they suck in different ways. Like right. in 2015, remember? Like the Cubs had gotten all—you know—they beat the Nationals in 2015. And everybody's right. like, "Oh, the Cubs! This is going to be the year." And the Mets just, you know, destroyed them. Took all that. And fun then you're away. like, "Well, the Mets must be a team of destiny." Then they go and they play play Kansas City in the World Series and the Royals. The Royals yes. of all which teams.
1: we which we haven't even talked about the Royals, but because I mean, that's let's talk about sucking. But anyway. I also, yeah, those '90s teams though were just were just gross. Like, and oh, and I forgot this. Another reason they suck—they had the audacity to hire Lenny or to sign Lenny Dykstra. Like that guy's a piece of trash. You know, I know he was probably a bigger deal when he was with the Phillies, but you know, fuck Lenny Dykstra. Fuck. And I'm back to Mookie Wilson. Fuck you, Mookie Wilson. Hate you, hate you, hate you. You suck. You're overrated. You're worthless. Doing that little hop, you barely got that ball through first base. You barely got it through a little dribbler. It's an insult. It's an insult to the game. You suck. It was.
0: It was. I, I that. And that, I mean, I, and look, I grew up as an Orioles fan, so I've got no love at all for the Boston Red Sox. But even I felt sympathetic for those fan base when that ball goes through Buckner's legs. Yeah. The Mets never really good. More lucky than good. Right. You know, right. I, I mean, sixty the six the miracle Mets. I mean, whatever that was even before I, I was like one years old, so I don't remember shit about that. But
1: eighty six, they got lucky. They hey, no wait, wait, can you can say that one more time, 80s. please? How how old were you in nineteen sixty nine? One year old, and when the Mets won,
0: there. So for reference, kids,
1: this you is why Dave gets all the old man jokes. Like it's not like I'm not making it up. Like. Dave remembers the Miracle Mets. That's how we're gonna we're gonna end this podcast. <laughs> we we're talking about uh, yeah. Dave growing up, grew up on the Miracle Mets.
0: I will say the Mets this year are a sexy pick to win
1: the NL East. Yeah, they're always a sexy pick, and then they find a way to blow it. They don't, you know they 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 don't have good management, in my opinion. They don't they, I don't know. They're 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 trash. They big... suck. Who was their big
0: signing this offseason? They got some. They signed somebody real big this year.
1: I don't know. I'm. I'm still. All I. All I hear about when I think of offseason signings is Nolan Arenado for obvious reasons. So, oh, I'm run they got.
0: Lindor.
1: Oh, they did get Lindor. That's right. That was a big deal because. There was thoughts that the Cardinals might get in on that. This is the other thing the Mets do. The Mets do try to spend like the LA Dodgers and the New York Mets and a lot of these things. And they just haven't gotten the model of actually winning with all of the talent that they purchased. So yet another reason why the New York Mets suck. And so for that, for all of your ineptitude, for all of your overspending, for Mookie Wilson, New York Mets, you suck. You suck, you jackass. Okay. That's going to do Ray it. night was okay. Oh, I'll say what? Ray Knight was okay. Yeah. Fuck Ray Knight. Anyway, wait, wait, wait. Try to No, you suck. Play one more time. I want to hear the jackass one more time. You suck. Yeah. Jackass. Thank you. You suck. All right. That's going to do it for today's edition of chair shot radio. Thank you again, everyone for listening every day we put out a new edition to chair shot radio with a revolving cast of various podcasting hosts with all kinds of different stuff out there. Everything from what to grill during grilling season to hockey talk with Dave and I just I
0: just gave, I just sent Tony a message and you left me and DP off of your grilling episode. How shameful, you, shameful.
1: I'm looking forward to his chair shot radio about the top five breakfast cereals of all time. Cause I'm sure that one's coming. In fact, actually, hold on that one, Tony. If you're listening to this, save that for a chairshot um, chairshot.com chairshot um, bandwagon nerds edition. We we might have to save that for the nerds edition at some point when we're really desperate for projects, like at the bottom of the barrel. We're like breakfast cereals. That's what's going to be next.
0: Pat, I don't see us being desperate for material anytime soon.
1: That's true. As it is. We do have to go through and, and put ourselves over a little bit. Dave, why don't you start? Talk to everybody about what you've been doing with the Chairshot Radio Network lately and tell people how they can follow you.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, other than, of course, if you're not listening to Patrick and myself and and, and Ray Cash and PC Tunney on Bandwagon Nerds, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Because especially this week, I, I don't know, Pat, we might even be able to get done in an hour and a half. We've got no show to review. I mean, this could be True. a short one this week.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to be I wanted to be a short show this week because it actually all depends on what the University of Illinois does during the Big Ten tournament, because if they win tonight, then they play tomorrow while we're recording the show. And it segues right into the NCAA basketball selection show. And I it's my favorite time of year in sports. This is my favorite time of year in sports. The NCAA is going into into the March Madness tournament. You've got the NBA going strong. Hockey's up and running. Spring training baseball is coming to a close. We're getting close to opening day, which is my second favorite day of all in all of sports. But the first weekend of the NCAA tournament is easily my favorite. So I want tomorrow to be a short show.
0: Speaking of um <laughs> excuse me, speaking of sexy picks, Illinois winning the winning it all. I know. I'm not trying to jinx anybody, but they are a sexy
1: pick, Pat. They're playing um, anyway, they're playing good basketball, yeah.
0: Tune in to, on uh, Mondays for Bandwagon Nerds, where you can listen to Pat and myself and PC Tunney and Ray break down all things nerd-based. This week we're going to make Ray really squirm with our top horror movies of the 90s, and then next week might be the four-hour epi- four episode. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting one. But that, and on top of that, uh, at Bandwagon Nerds, of course, then there's uh, the Mania Madness project that Christopher Platt, PC Tunney, myself, uh, rotating fourth guest, Aesop Mitchell was week one. We had AJ Balaz this last week. I'm not sure who's going to be on next week. But, yeah, th- it's it, we're recapping WrestleManias 1 through 36 in six packs. It's like a six-pack challenge, six installments at a time. Um, this coming week is going to be 13 through 18. That is the sweet spot for it WrestleMania. Is, that's,
1: a, that's a good set of WrestleManias right there. So, yeah, be sure to listen to that. These guys are doing a really great job breaking these things down. It's a it's a good two-and-a-half-hour chat as they really try to do justice to six WrestleManias at a time. You can follow me on the Twitter at WrestlingRealist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. In addition to the two podcasts that Dave and I do together, I am also on every Wednesday with Craig DeMarco and Miranda Morales on the Babyface Heel podcast. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot or today's edition of Chairshot Radio to play you out, I think one more time. You're going to be sick of the ESPN hockey tune because we're going to play it one more time on the way out. You've been listening to Chairshot Radio on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com. <laughs>